The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's keeping you from being the best you can be? Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanicola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, we're going to be talking about awakening the power of your mind. My guest is Dr. Rick Moss, and let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Rick. He is the developer of work that he calls Awakening to Your Greatness. He teaches and works with clients worldwide. Rick has a remarkable intuitive ability that allows him to access relevant information in person or over the phone. Louise Hay has said of his work, you have a remarkable gift to share with the world. World. Author and researcher Candace Pert has called Rick a truly, rem- a truly miraculous healer. Rick has a PhD in education from the University of Texas at Austin. He is the author of two books and 15 healing CDs. His work can be experienced free of charge at EssentialPathways.com. Welcome, Dr. Rick. Oh, thank you so much, Linda. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Dr. You know, um, when I I read that about what Louise Hay, that's pretty high praise. You must have been thrilled to get that review. I was, you know, I was very gutsy. I was in Austin, Texas at the time, finishing my Ph.D., and she came and spoke at the biggest hotel there, filled the hotel, maybe 3,000 people there, and I positioned myself so as she was walking out, I was on the line that she was going to walk through. And as she walked by me, I said, what you said is brilliant, but you're missing one very important thing. And she stopped and she said, what's that? And I said, I can actually show you over the phone. It would be my gift. And she said, okay, (laughs) which blew me away. So I gave her my card, she called me, I called her back, and we did a couple of sessions over the phone that were very powerful. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, and thrilling, and and it was just one of those serendipitous moments that you took advantage of, it sounds Exactly, exactly. That's great. And you know, when I first read your bio, I mistakenly believed that you came from a traditional background in education, and then... Uh, into the work that you're doing now, but that's not the case. Uh, you said you've never really worked in education. I finished the PhD. I was going to go teach at Maharishi International University, where I got my master's in interdisciplinary studies in the light of consciousness, but oh. it didn't work out. So oh. I didn't really follow that track. Um, interestingly enough, I went back into advertising. 
I had been in advertising in New York and started my own ad agency for a while. And then when this new work started to develop, I just segued out of advertising back into this work of working with the mind as I had taught meditation for 20 years before that. Wow. So tell us about what what are the essential elements of your work? Well, what interested Louise and what I think is so important that I know you know because you work in the field Mm -hmm. is that the conscious mind and the subconscious mind are two different data banks. The conscious mind processes maybe 40 bits of information per second, but the subconscious processes close to 40 million bits of information per second. And yet we identify ourselves and what we want and who we are with that very little bit of conscious mind. When it comes to changing the mind, you have to go to the subconscious. And that's where I felt that Louise was not focusing enough attention on how changes get made at the subconscious level. You Um. just can't do affirmations and think that they're going to change the subconscious unless you take a look at how the subconscious is defended against what you think you're trying to integrate. That's true. That that's why you know I I tell people sometimes it's you can slap a positive thought on something all you want, but it's often like putting a lipstick on a pig. It's not going to matter until you yeah. get to those underlying limiting beliefs or, as you say, the s- subconscious issues. The way I put it is, <clears throat> if you want to see what you want based on your subconscious. Look at what you've got Look what you've got, yeah. <laughs> that's it. And that's, that's not very happy for some people to hear. Right. <laughs> Especially if we're somehow tied into the belief that somehow we were a victim of the circumstances. Yes. Right. And that's a very important thing to look at. We can never prove whether we're a victim or we're not a victim. It's just a belief system. But the question that I bring is, what do you get for believing that you're a victim, that you have no power, that it was done to you, that no one cared about you, and that's how it is? Well, I Mm -hmm. think what you get is you feel depressed and sad and powerless and angry and resentful. Mm -hmm. So that's what you get for holding that belief. But if alternatively you hold the belief that whatever has happened, you have drawn it to yourself for your healing and growth, and you couldn't be on your life path to awakening to your full potential without it, then you look at it completely differently. You feel empowered to change it, embrace it, or understand it. Right, and I think that's what we all want to feel, some sense of being empowered and being able to move forward. And you cannot do that from a victim role. Right, and since it's just a belief and no one's going to prove one or the other, you might as well choose what's going to work for you. Right, and you might as well choose what feels good. I mean, I think mostly we all want to feel good. We want to be happy. Whatever the modality is for change, it's all about feeling better than you feel now. Well, you know, there's a trick in that, as I'm sure you know, Dr. Linda, and that is that for a lot of people, there are a lot of bennies in being a victim. 
That's you true. get to complain. You get poor me. It's not your fault. There's a lot of benefits that yes. people perceive that they think make them feel good. That's why I think it really takes someone to hold space for you, to hold a deeper truth and help you see it. It's sometimes very hard to do on your own. Yeah, I think so. I mean, one of the things I, I tell people is that it is really hard to see the picture when you're in the frame. And, yes. and you, you know, you need someone, as you say, to hold the space. So is that, in essence, a large part of what you, you're able to do with people? It is, but I think that the great gift for me actually goes back to a little story to run up to it, if I may share that. Certainly. Is that okay? I had a lot of food allergies and candida. I had candida so bad that my little seven-year-old son at the time, Daniel, came up to me, tugged on my, my shirt and said, Dad, do you still have can't eat it? Because I was saying all the time, I can't eat it. I can't eat it. (laughs) Oh, bless his heart. (laughs) And I did. I still had can't eat it. So candida became can't eat it in our household. And I was constantly um, being muscle tested. If, If people who are listening don't know what that is, you put one arm straight out and someone pushes on the arm and feels the strength of the deltoid muscle which holds the arm up. And if you either hold something you're allergic to or even think of it, it actually weakens the muscle. And so the arm would go down thinking of a carob, which at the time I was very allergic to, this or that or wheat or you name it. And so one day my wife at the time was not around uh, and I was trying to figure out what to eat and felt very frustrated. And I said, there must be some way that I can muscle test myself. Mm -hmm. And what happened was that my neck spontaneously went up and down. Hmm. And I went, oh, well, that's very interesting. Now I have candida food allergies and a tick. (laughs) But that wasn't what happened. (laughs) What happened was that I came into a signal. And that signal became my yes-no. I used it for food for a while and then realized that I also could use it to read my subconscious or the subconscious of people around me. And that allows me to track where your issue is coming from, what you actually believe, and receive the guidance as to how to change that belief specifically. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's being very sensitive to the signals that your own body is giving you. Uh, my body, m- maybe my body, but maybe it's beyond my body. Or, maybe well, through your from, subconscious, is that, you know, your body's knowing the information it's getting. guidance that is beyond this limited body. Right, right. And so, it, and that's when you began to really use this gift, if you will? That's right. And mm-hmm. I started out using it for friends and um, was astonished at the changes that were happening for people. When you can really change the software, boy, life changes. And my friend at the time said, you have to start doing this professionally. You can't just sit on this gift. It's just too enormous. And that was about 25 years ago, and I've been doing it ever since. Wow. And um, so 
briefly, can you tell us where the subconscious patterns come from? Well, I think most of the subconscious patterns come from experience in the womb up until the age of seven. Mm-hmm. I think that there are, there are occasionally um, what I call life stories, which may be past lives or may be stories that are an amalgamation, that have to be undone. And I do that in what I call life story clearing. But most of the work can be found in how we were treated by mom and dad and siblings Mm -hmm. in those early years. And the reason for this seven-year-old time frame is that for most children, up until seven, they don't have the ability to think that what is happening to them is not because of them. Right. They still are in the narcissistic phase of brain development. Mm-hmm. And so if mom or dad didn't love them, they can't think that mom and dad are incapable of loving. They right. think, I am not lovable. It's, it's about it's, me. It's also yes. called the narcissistic defense. Yeah, it's so true and so powerful. And um I want to pick up on that theme as we um, come back from our commercial. We're going to go to commercial with a snippet of a song by artist Ray Davis, and it's called The Average Man, and the theme of it is What If You Were Meant for Greatness, which I think ties in nicely to our, our conversation today, and we'll be right back with my guest, Dr. Rick Moss. What if I was born for greatness? What if I am really more than I think I am? What if mediocrity was never in the stars for me? The miracles and the wonders was the plan. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Are you happy in your life, or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. 
It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking today with my guest, Dr. Rick Moss, and the amazing power of your awakening mind. And before break, we were just uh, touching on the issue of subconscious patterns that get laid down in infancy and early childhood. And um, I'm assuming, Dr. Rick, that your work takes us on a path of healing those, um, the ones that, that no longer serve us. Absolutely. Um, I, I make a distinction between curing and healing. And curing deals with the elimination of a symptom, but not the attention to the cause itself. Right. And I think that we must attention what is the cause of the difficulties that we're experiencing. And because our self-worth is so generated and affected by how we're treated by our primary caregiver, we have to go back and reparent ourselves. And the incredible thing about the subconscious is, one, it can't tell the difference between real and imagined, Mm-hmm. Two, there's no time sense in it. Everything is stored as now. So if we were hurt in childhood, it, wasn't, it isn't stored as I wasn't lovable. It's stored as yes. I'm not lovable. Exactly. And so we can go back in and we can rewrite the history because mm-hmm. everything is stored as now. We can reparent ourselves and prove to ourselves with self-love that we are lovable. And therefore, we can learn that whatever happened, if we were not loved by a parent, was because of them. Because we can, from our loving adult place, look at that little child and see that, in fact, that child is lovable. And therefore, if it wasn't loved... It wasn't our fault. And that's right. a very powerful moment. And that's, that's the beauty of, I think, what you're describing as what we might call inner child work. Yes. Yes. And do you happen to have a demo that maybe you could help us see what that's like? Or oh, you know, I it? would love to do that whenever you like. We could do a, just a small version of it, like a five to six minute process where people can get a flavor of it, and if they like it, they can go to my website and do a longer version for free. Okay, that would be great. Let's try it. Should we do it now? Yeah. Great. I would like to do a little opening prayer, and in that I'm going to use the word God. I would ask anyone to substitute any other word if the word God doesn't work for them, source, being, love, in the little prayer that I'm doing. Then we're going to do a very short relaxation process, and then we'll jump in to this, this sort of miniature process. Great. Great. So here goes. 
taking a deep breath, letting tension out. All healing we do, we do in the name of God's love. We give thanks for this opportunity to release the binding influence of the past. We call on God and invite the presence of all that is healing and nurturing to facilitate this healing for all listening. Imagine, my friend, that you're standing under a waterfall of light. And this is golden yellow light, like sunlight. And let that beautiful sunlight wash all over you, through you, And to whatever extent, feel that light. Notice that that light is given to you, not because of your body or your performance or your gifts. It's given to you simply because you are in this moment. It is like unconditional love. Divine love. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you will do. It doesn't matter about your bank account or what job you do or who likes you or who doesn't. It's given to you 100%. Let it in. Welcome that light, that divine light, that love that you don't earn and that you can't lose. And just let it fill you. Let it soothe you. Let it support and nurture you. And as you do, feel that feeling. And in that feeling, imagine that you can look out and see yourself as a child. And if you don't visualize well, feel yourself as a child. It doesn't have to be visual. Just a sense. And imagine some hurt moment for that child. No matter how much you were loved, There are bound to be moments of pain and sadness and loss. As you observe or feel into that child, that child is holding a misperception. And that misperception, we're going to say is, who I am is not enough, not enough to be loved. In that moment, this child is feeling that they weren't lovable for whatever reason. As you, the loving adult that you are, the truth of you, you, as your mind awakened, observe that child. You will probably be able to feel care, kindness, compassion for that child. As you do, You can test yourself. If that child wasn't good at something, let's say spelling, would that diminish your care, concern, your love? Probably not. If that child was hurt and crying, would that diminish it? If that child was angry and stamped its foot, maybe that would diminish your love, in which case you'll know There is an issue that pulls you out of your loving core around anger, and that needs to be worked on. If that child were heavier or thinner, does that change your love? Maybe so. 
If so, that just tells you that that's a trigger for something within your mind that pulls you out of your loving adult, your core self, your divine nature. And that's something to be worked on. Perhaps you notice you can just hold caring, compassion for the child. And we're going to call this love. Notice that you don't need anything from the child to love that child. If it is unconditional love, this is what we call capital L love. This is the God energy, the healing energy. The egoic version of love, which we could call like and talk about some other time, there's nothing wrong with it, but it doesn't heal. It is love that heals. It is the God energy of love that heals and transforms. That's what you're directing to a part of your mind that is stored and has stored a wound from the past. It is this love that will change it. And we will integrate it by imagining this child growing up protected by your love. So imagine a week goes by as you love that child. Notice as you imagine one week gone by where that child is loved and protected at every moment, there starts to become a change in that child. Now feel that love and imagine a month of love and safety that child again will start to change. Feel the love and now think two years of love. The subconscious can't tell the difference between real and imagined. It will integrate two years of that healing energy. Notice how the child is changing, how safer that child feels in the world, how stronger. That child is realizing that they are loved because of their self, not they're doing, and that changes something. Imagine this child were loved this way for 10 years. How would she or he be at, say, 12 or 15? Not what you were like, but what is this child like? Keep growing the child up with this love, safety, protection, and imagine the child at about 20 Again, it's not you at 20. It's this child you're growing up at 20. And now 30. And now 40 years of age. Loved and protected at every moment. If you were to ask this man or woman that you just grew up with love, if they felt that they were not good enough to be loved, what would they say? They would probably laugh because it would be so not true. So while before, a part of your mind held that it was not good enough to be loved, right now, that bubble of illusion is popped. It doesn't mean there aren't other bubbles that need to be popped because the subconscious is like bubble wrap. Separate moments and memories need to be addressed. But the one that you've just addressed is changed, and it's changed forever. That hurt, that limited experience caught up in the bubble has been cleaned away by love, and what is under it is always our divine self, our spiritual nature, our billion-dollar bank account, if you will, just waiting to be reclaimed 
by clearing away that which blocks our access to it. This process is a clearing away process. It's a revealing process. It reveals this brilliant, beautiful self that you have that is covered over and wants to be released and freed. And so we ask that this healing be integrated through all time, space, dimensions, and interdimensions, throughout the hologram of life and existence, which means through every part and particle of our being. And so it is. And so that is a mini version of the work that I do. That's really beautiful. These can be experienced and worked with, and they're available. Wow. Well, I want to talk to you a little bit more about that as we come back from our, our next commercial break. So we'll be right back with my guest, Dr. Rick Moss, as he takes us on this healing journey. Be right back. What if I was born for greatness? What if I am really more than I think I am? Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
Welcome back, everybody. We are visiting today with my guest, Dr. Rick Moss from EssentialPathways.com, and he is taking us on a little inner child healing journey today. So thank you, Dr. Rick. I I just love that little process that you did. I'm going to go to your website and do it again. (laughs) Oh, good, good, good. You'll do the love pathways. Those are the ones that there are many different pathways, so you can work on many different issues. My voice leads you through them, or my words, you have, you have both. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can do the pathways. Then there's something called inner oracle cards, and those are four decks face down. And based on the Jungian idea of synchronicity, you'll find out what issue is up for you, what negative tendency, and how to clear it. Awesome. You know, it's... Um uh, I'm just wondering, uh, I wish I could ask everyone who's listening, what came up for them? What memory came to mind or what visualization or, so or what they could share? Um, but it's only me. <laughs> so, well, you know, what came up for you? Um, well, it's fascinating um, because what instantly popped into my mind was a picture of myself with my mom on my first day of school. And I always thought I loved school, but I didn't love it that day. I did not Mm. want to go to school on my first day. And I was sad. And I didn't want to leave my mom. And um, I was just pretty determined that I didn't want to go. Mm. Of course, I had to go. And, And that was first grade. At that time, we lived in Texas, so we didn't have kindergarten. And so I was off to first grade unwillingly. So it and was so, just interestingly enough, that memory will tie into some complex, some pattern of resistance to something. And by going back there and freeing that memory, popping that bubble, that resistance that was contributing to something that you put up subconsciously mm-hmm. uh, against the world isn't there because what's under it is our natural ability to find the oneness and the connection, that's part of our, our soul, our innate essence. Wow. And, you know, I think now that I think about it, e- even today, in today's world, a- at my age, sometimes I'm resistant to going new places or being like a stranger in a, a group of people and much, much less so. But I certainly had never connected it in that way before. But it's- as I speak about it, there's a little heart heart twinge there yes i can feel it yeah yeah there's a little heart twinge that and i just know that that's what that's about and Let's i can sort of feel step further. okay okay so you can do this and then people can see how they could do it as you do it okay. and that is so imagine that little girl now and you as a loving adult standing with her mm-hmm And as the loving adult now, tell her, wherever you go, I will go. I will always be there. Other people won't be able to see me, but you will. And I will be with you. I am your loving adult. And everyone is meant to have one loving adult who will always be with them at every moment. It wasn't your mom. It isn't your dad. It's me. God meant me to do that, and I will always be with you, and you will never go anywhere alone ever again. Wow. 
you know, as you say those words and I experience those and it's, I think, really powerful because I have headphones on and so really that's all I can hear. <laughs> I can hear your voice. And, ah. and it's so powerful. It just opens up my heart chakra yeah. with this loving, amazing warmth that just then generates throughout my whole body. Yes. I, and I can, I'm also I can, an empath, so I can feel oh, a little can you of feel what it? you yeah. feel. Yeah, yeah. And and the image I get in my mind's eye uh, is of me picking up that little girl and holding her, and she then becomes joyful. Yes. Wow. And then you can feel that surge of lightness and electricity mm-hmm. through your body, right? Yes, I can. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can feel and, it, too. And Very I'm cool. seated, and if I didn't need to stay seated, I would get up <laughs> and move mm. around because there, that energy begins to flow. Yes. Yeah, oh, fun. Everybody, you guys all got to go. Go to his <laughs> website and check this out. If you didn't do it today, you know, I think that it's just a really a beautiful, amazing experience. And I love it so much because of the connections that you just mentioned, Dr. Rick. I would never have put those things together, not in a million mm. years. You know, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful way to do so. Mm, thank you. You're welcome. And, and I think also people can learn because I wouldn't have identified this as a problem. I would have just said, oh, yeah, that happens sometimes and I overcome it and I go ahead. But it wouldn't have been something that I would have sought any help with. And that makes it even more beautiful that, you know, you can you can use it any time. There's always something to clear, right? Absolutely. Here's here's what I say because um, uh, inner child work is really only one of a number of processes that I do, but I do feel that it, it probably is the most significant work if it's done the way we've done it, and that is because the subconscious is a basement, mm-hmm. and anything that you put in a basement. Even if it's 50 years later, it's still there. Yeah, it's still there. It doesn't get out of the basement, does it? It doesn't walk out because time has gone by. And when we are a child, we have no ability to address the hurts that we encounter. We don't have the strength. We don't have that loving adult. And so the subconscious was designed, I believe, to store and hold those hurts until we could come and liberate them. Mm, That's an interesting idea. I hadn't thought of it in that way. That's very, very interesting. And that's why people say, oh, my God, that happened 50 years ago. Get over it. Mm-hmm. Well, you left something in your basement 50 years ago, get over it, doesn't address that problem. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's really, it's, I think, um, a really fascinating tool. And one, one of the things that, that I, don't, I don't know if this is, you've ever had this experience, but one of the things I come into uh, contact with sometimes when I do some inner child work in my office is, Sometimes we have to take a couple of steps back because people cannot imagine what it's like to experience that love for that little one. 
That's why I tend at first to use care. Could you care for that child? Uh, uh I'll open the door with a word that they probably can feel. Uh And then I think we need to distinguish unconditional love from conditional love. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, David Rico has done a brilliant job of that in How to Be an Adult in Relationship, which I think is a great book, in which he distinguishes what he calls the five A's of unconditional love. And these are attention, affection, acceptance, allowing, attention, appreciation, acceptance, and allowing. Attention, affection, appreciation, acceptance, and allowing. There we go. Got all five. And that if all five aren't present, it's not unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And I so think that's an interesting way to look at it because in our society, we use the word love um, recklessly. We'll mm-hmm. say, I love chocolate ice cream. Well, mm-hmm. what does that mean? It means I take great pleasure from it. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean I give anything to it. Oh, that's a really important distinction. And so it's not love at all. It's really like. I like it a lot, yeah. I like chocolate ice cream because it gives me a great deal of pleasure. But you don't love chocolate ice cream because it's, there's no giving involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There has to be giving in capital L love because when we give it, we also receive it. Mm-hmm. it it's required and it needs to be unconditional because it isn't it. I approve of your behavior. We could totally disapprove of someone's behavior, but still give them attention and affection, appreciation, acceptance, allowing, and totally disapprove of their behavior and punish them as a parent. Right. Right. That's pretty profound, isn't it? I think so. I think it's where we're all confused. And it, because only God love heals, unless we can get to the God energy of love, our healing is in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our healing is in trouble. Right? Yeah. Pretty powerful. Pretty powerful. And And, you know, I think we all need healing. I mean, just in that one experience that you shared with me a, a couple of minutes ago, you know, if it, I feel better, and that's the bottom line, isn't it? I feel better. Well, is it? And, I mean, that ultimately is the bottom line, but sometimes it's about feeling more rather than feeling better. So many of us have learned to diminish our feeling capacity, especially us guys. Um, I teach something mm-hmm. called the Breakthrough Men's Program. And, and when I taught it uh, in California, it's a 36-week program with uh, the Breakthrough community. And what I've learned as teaching this, and I hope to teach it now in, in Florida where I live is that guys have turned off their feeling ability because they were um, humiliated for being Mm -hmm. feeling people. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the beginning of awakening is feeling more, not necessarily feeling better. Well, that's certainly true in a a long process. That's certainly true. 
a healing process sometimes takes that path. Yeah. Yes. That's, uh, that's really powerful. And, um, you know, I feel like I, I could just talk about these issues forever, but we do need to take another short break. And so uh, we'll be right back with my guest, Dr. Rick Moss. What if I was born for greatness? What if I am really more than I think I am? What if mediocrity was Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives. You will learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking today with my guest, Dr. Rick Moss, who's leading us on a powerful healing journey. And I want to start Dr. Rick, by thanking you with the wisdom and the knowledge that you've shared um, with us today, and and I can feel the depth of it, and it's so powerful, and it just seems like it comes from spirit, soul, body, heart, and I, Mm. I just appreciate it so much. Thank you, dear. That's very sweet of you. I appreciate that. It's my pleasure. And I also want to make sure people know how to find you. I, I know I've mentioned the, the Essential Pathways a couple of times, but really, how do people get a hold of you and where they find your work? Sure. Um, EssentialPathways.com is probably the easiest way. You can find a, a phone number on there to reach me. Um, you could... Uh, 
You can send me a message through Essential Pathways, or you could send it to Rick at EssentialPathways.com. Um, I think that's probably the the place to begin is explore the website. If you find that uh, the work is really useful in in the uh, the free section of this site, I do one hour sessions that are recorded, fifteen different topics, and you can download them for ten bucks. And if you like the inner oracle cards, you can put it on a smartphone for a couple of bucks. Um, the thing for me is to get this work out there. It is so powerful. It does change lives, and I really want to share it with the world. Absolutely. And I train people to do this work. I'd love to train people to do this work for themselves or professionally. Oh, wow. That's that's amazing, you know. Um, and I, I want to... Um, and we don't have a lot of time left, but I want to see if I can make a, a couple of points, maybe ask a question about the process. And I know you call this Classroom Earth. Yes, And absolutely. I think I had my first lesson in Classroom Earth today. <laughs> oh, how sweet. That's lovely. Um, but one of the things I realized uh, during the break is that, you know, I, I use my experience to illustrate the, the process for people. And to me, it seems like a small thing. But... Um, there's a way in which I think it's much bigger, and uh, maybe you can speak to some of that. As we spoke about it, I realized as long as I carried that negative energy with me about, oh, I don't want to go to this new place, I don't know what I want. I can't know what I want because it's blocking it by that negative yes. energy. Yes. So if I think back on all the times in my life when I've gone to a new place, it's much more challenging to determine whether or not I want to go in the first place, Beautiful. which is pretty powerful. It's very powerful because you're actually not making the decision. Subconsciously, you're allowing your subconscious to make the decision based on your past experience. Right. But if you can delete those experiences like we just did, and you keep doing it because there are layers to this experience. There are other right. moments where you were afraid. So we come back in, and over and over again, we delete moments. And so you may feel this rush of wonderfulness, and you said you were feeling really good. That may go away when the next bubble comes up to be healed. It's not that what we did didn't work. It's that the next block needs to be cleared out so the pathway is freed more and more to eventually be completely open. It takes time. Yes, it takes time. And as I'm fond of telling people, healing is a process. It's not an event. Yes, yes. And yeah, and this was this was one of our, our, our little events in the process. So exactly. I'm ex I'm excited to see what's going to happen the next time I go to a new place. Yes. <laughs> what's it, what's it going to feel like? And I'll be able to judge really what it feels like because I, I just think there's been you know too much in the way of letting the six year old really the six year old year old make a conclusion about the world. Well, it would be was. very interesting if you have another layer. And I'll come back and we'll look at where it came from and what it, what it means and how it gets cleared out. That would be fun. That would be great. I'd love that. Yep. That would be yeah. great. So is that Classroom Earth? That is Classroom Earth. We are here to awaken to our full potential. 
I love the quote from Carl Jung, who is one of my favorite teachers. The privilege of a lifetime is to become what you truly are. That's mm-hmm. what Classroom Earth is for, is to become who you truly are. Yeah, that that is... That is really, I think, very profound, very beautiful, and very well stated in terms of the the goal. Certainly, it's the goal of my show. Um, that's what yes. I want for people, and yeah. and it seems like in that way, our missions are are truly aligned. Do I have a minute to leave you with a very short poem? Yes, you do. This is from Hafez, who is from the 1300s, considered one of the greatest poets of all time. He wrote, "How did the rose?" ever open its heart, and give to this world all of its beauty. It felt the encouragement of light against its being. Otherwise, we all remain too frightened. Wow. It is the welcoming of the light that diminishes our fear. Otherwise, we're all like that little girl afraid to leave home. Mm-hmm. We're all like that little boy who's afraid to be himself. The fear is the opposite of our awakening energy. We need to address that fear, and we need to do it with love. Yes, that's, I think that's, as A Course in Miracles says, we're, making, we're moving towards a miracle or moving towards fear. Yes. Love or fear. So once again, I thank you so much for, for your time and your wisdom and your knowledge and the, the love and compassion that I can feel that emanates from who you are. I appreciate that oh, so much you. today. It's thank been my you, privilege. And uh, I hope all of you will join me next week when I welcome Susanna Kennedy to the show. And we will talk about her program, A Pathway to Paradise. And I would like also if you can check out our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Dr. Linda Sanicola. And if you want to, uh, if you have to, a chance to maybe jot down what your what came up for you today, if you participate in this exercise, that'd be really great. And um, I leave you today with the words of Dennis Whiteley: Happiness cannot be traveled to, owned earned, worn, or consumed. Happiness is the spiritual experience of living every moment with love, grace, and gratitude. Thanks for listening. See you all next week. Thank you for listening. Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola can be heard each Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week.